So we Go shall ahead. clap. Clap. I've been told I clap really loud. It's okay though. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I just thought of that when I clap. Like, yeah. As I clap. I don't know. Is that something to be self conscious about? About clapping loud? Yeah. I thought you were bragging about it. Oh no. Like I don't know. I just clap loud. I know there's a guy. Yeah, I've been to told I like, clap pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. I don't. I don't know. It's just like when I. Well, because like even like going to church and stuff. In like a worship, like like you know, like they say, the worship leader's like, yeah, clap your hands, yeah. Well, like my girlfriend leaned over to me the other night and said, like, you're clapping really loud. I was like, I don't. I think that's something you should be proud of. <laughs> to Austin's girlfriend, you should be very proud of his loud clapping. <laughs> that's funny. Like a lot, like a loud clap, like you feel you feel good about it. I, I guess I should. That's <laughs> so. Don't feel self conscious about it if you're clapping. If you have. A loud clap. There we go. I guess uh, no golf like like that. Because what if you're bad at clapping? Like you're just. I guess you like missing. missing your hand. Yeah. Like clapping and like kind of. <laughs> like you could be bad at it. <laughs> but if you're making solid contact there, then you're like, oh man, that's a good. I got a sports game. Yeah. Like you stand up like you want to be someone. Yeah, you want to be heard. Yeah. Clapper. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, for those of you watching and listening. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, to, welcome. Welcome to our strange welcome to the strange start of the episode yeah this is what this is not what we planned at all but that's just kind of how it goes it kind of happens we kind of pick it up we figure it out along the way usually it's austin coming saying that yeah uh, but uh, yeah it's it's you today yeah it's me it's my turn i was gonna start off by saying do you hear that and then let's just do it all right we're gonna roll it all right here's here's the (laughs) here was the original plan ready do you hear that no hear what the bells what bells? The sleigh bells. There, there it is. It's okay. almost there, Christmas we it. time. We did it, guys. We did it. So. <laughs> For those of you watching and listening, we hope you're proud of us. That was, that was pretty good. Well, yeah. there's only like 60... Well, it's it actually came from Austin number two, because we were drawing yeah. a blank on like how we even start this episode. Because we could start the episode and just kind of like launch into the topic, but... And we don't want to talk about sports because <laughs> no one wants to hear us talk about sports. Exactly. And like you said the thing about the podcast and like nobody like it's like your fantasy football team, like nobody really cares. Yeah. So it's like I get that. But yeah. the question posed to us was when is it like when is it too early to put up a Christmas tree? Uh, good question. Uh Austin number two had an interesting answer saying that uh the only right <laughs> time is to put up uh the Christmas tree during the Michigan Ohio State game while he's in a deep depression. I mean, because he's a Michigan fan, so yeah, I understand. I understand being sad about being a Michigan fan. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I, I don't really. <laughs> I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this. There is. I, there is a right and wrong answer. Okay, so then what is that right and wrong answer? It's after Thanksgiving. Why? That is the right answer. But I mean, if you put it up at the beginning of November, like it's your house. It's like your rules. Sure, sure, but. You're still wrong, I think. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get a lot of backlash. Sure, sure. sure. I'm gonna get a lot wrong. of backlash from that because I, I guess it's become a very controversial thing as of lately. I guess. Uh, I, I... But it's like after Thanksgiving, so you take holiday by holiday. You're not. Okay. You're skipping a holiday. You gotta okay. like Thanksgiving is the fall. Then as soon as you're done with that, immediately like. You so it has to, to be shop. a linear progression yeah. of the holidays. Like, enjoy the moment. Like, okay. you're at Thanksgiving. Like, it's still kind of fall, still kind of fall theme. And as soon as that's done, next day, even that night, like, maybe, if you want, go snap. ahead put up the Christmas yeah, tree. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Same with Christmas music. Same. Ooh. 
that is for another podcast that we do here at Bay Hope Church. That's a hot take. <laughs> no, no I, you don't start listening to Christmas music <laughs> until Thanksgiving. It's, it starts at the same – Christmas starts – like that Christmas season starts as soon as Thanksgiving ends. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I would disagree. I think Christmas is more of a – like Christmas in America has become more of a, a attitude more so than a – Celebration. It's a people feel, do Christmas in July. So yeah, well, that's ridiculous. That's dumb. <laughs> that on. really grinds your what, gears. What are Christmas we doing? July. What are we doing here? I never understood that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's great. Like, do you celebrate Christmas in July? I never have before. But my birthday's in July, so that's kind of so you celebrate your birthday. Yeah. So technically, if I were to go by birthday month, then Christmas in July. Like, okay. Well, my birthday's in August, and maybe I should celebrate Christmas in August. <laughs> there you go. Do it. Start a new trend. This is dumb. <laughs> I mean, what I what I've always done is like, okay, birthday's that midpoint in the year, right? Like, yeah. I celebrate my birthday then, and it takes the whole month. Just kidding. That's not that's not true. Birthday takes, month. <laughs> I know people that do that. I think it's funny. Uh, but and then Christmas is like the end of the year, so it's just like middle, like beginning, like beginning end, Christmas, New Year's, that whole season, and then birthday's good like respite yeah but you've got these holidays kind of mapped out along the way so birthday that can fall as a holiday for each person individually i guess yes, i guess so you have fourth of july that type then you've got your birthday mm-hmm. and then what's the next thing is it uh it's probably halloween that's the next i guess but yeah, hey you know we, strong we've arguments too made <laughs> we've gone into <laughs> strong arguments made by both by both sides yeah. I, I appreciate the i appreciate the conversation thank you and we need a word of the week that is and because of austin number two stellar stellar commentary and critique and i don't know what you call it just general advice we we defer to him what is the what is the word for this week austin How do you huh? how do you, you spell that? A B S Q A T U L A T. pulled it up. There it is. So it you, means to leave abruptly. So can so you can you say abs- it again? Absquatulate. Absquatulate. So absquatulate means you leave abruptly. So okay. someone over some overthrown dictator had to who had absquatulated to the USA. That's the example. Uh-huh. Interesting. Absquatulate. That, ve- that is a neat, neat word. That is a very neat word. Thanks, Austin, number two. <laughs> Good work. You can head over Bring- for the day. <laughs> Man, you know what? That's just, you know what? Well done. Well done. That's great. Well, a big contribution from Austin, number two. <laughs> and with that, we shall jump into the episode. We shall absquatulate into <laughs> too the episode. No, too early. Uh. Stop. We got to wait. Hold it. Hold it. Jump into the episode. <laughs> Welcome back into Figuring Out, everyone. And as you saw on the title, we are talking about, 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 about. We're talking about uh, mental health today, and specifically, uh, what about mental health? Because for so long, the Christian community has almost, I feel, gone out on a limb and said we can't embrace this because mm. of, I guess, the emphasis on. Something we'll get into later in the podcast. Yeah. But it's talking about, I guess, the need for recognizing mental health in the Christian community. And I think it's vital because so many times I think we operate under a attitude of suppression, right? Like, oh, like suppress it and move on. Suppress it and move on. Suppress it and move on without yeah. actually dealing with what we're what's going on inside of inside our souls Mm -hmm. right and there's there's kind of a negative connotation around mental health and you know maybe going to counseling and stuff like that what what do you think 
Like, what do you think that negative connotation would be? Well, that's funny you asked me because I was going to ask you. Say, <laughs> that's where I was going with Beat that. you to it. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, well, I don't know. That's that's what I was honestly going to ask you. I was like, why, mm-hmm. why is there a negative? Because so I started going to counsel, Christian counseling right. um, a little over a year ago. And at first I was kind of like afraid to tell anyone. Like, yeah. I, I kept it like pretty quiet. Like. With family I, and friends. I guess, why Why were you afraid to tell people? I don't I think know. that's important. I, th- I think there's a connotation of, uh, I feel like I'm having counseling right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do you think? No, um, I think just because there's the connotation like, oh, you're like not right, maybe. Mm, like maybe you're, you're crazy. You're maybe not healthy. Yeah. Right? There's mm, like, oh, we don't know what to do with that guy. Yeah. Like, but... It's become such a common thing mm-hmm. that people deal with mental health, whether that's anxiety or depression or, mm-hmm. um, I know, eating disorders, too. Yeah. Um, well, you look at, I mean, we kind of mentioned it on last week's episode, talking about the idea of, like, Christianity and war and how those two go together. But the, just the rate of, I guess, mental oppression, I would say, is staggering. Like, you think of PTSD, people who wrestle with, uh, I guess, just negative views of themselves. Like, it is, it is running rampant in our society. And I think, like, where we're going as a church, we yes, we need to emphasize it, right? We need to absolutely take, like, if we're not in the right headspace, especially as you and I who work at a church, like, that affects more than just ourselves. Yeah. It affects our coworkers. It even affects those we minister to. Or for you as the web designer, it affects the content you put out because you are producing – from not only your mind but your heart sure. and your strength, your strength. Right? Yeah, it it affects your day to day situations. And Bayhope does a really good job of pointing you to nice. counselors and help. And like you know, they're sure. very yeah, very big advocate <laughs> for days off, taking a mental health day. Yeah. Um, but I think what there is like still in many churches like a negative connotation. And why do you think that is? I think I think you you said it. It's the idea of almost coming to the point of admitting like hey i am i'm deficient in this area right of you there's this idea that we can't especially prevalent in church workers like we can't be deficient like in pastors everybody looks at the pastor on stage and thinks they can't struggle Mm -hmm. but that like as and that's one of the good things in society that we've seen especially in american 21st century western culture is that it's becoming more okay to the, the cliche slogan, it's okay to not be okay. Right? Yeah. You see it on the commercials. But that's good. Like that's where we're going. I think there's a downside to it as well. I think there – like it's almost like a pendulum swinging, right? Hmm. In an attempt to make mental health commonplace and talking about mental health and the importances of mental health – we have almost emphasized it so much to the point in society that, and we see this in society at large, not the church, that we can take God out of that equation, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're going to work on our mental health. We can, we can talk about mental health. We can focus on mental health, but we've removed God from that equation, right? Yeah. And it becomes almost a form of self-help. Hmm. And I think there is a distinct, distinct difference between self-help and mental and, – and like – being a Christian pursuing mental health. And I think that's kind of what we wanted to kind of flesh out today. Yeah. And so I guess, Spencer, in your understanding of this idea, like we see self-help books, like 
look at the New York Times bestseller. Like how many self-help books do you see on there, right? Like yeah. you see a lot. So I guess what is the difference between this idea of self-help self, – I can't speak today. Self-help. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is, guys. Self-help and I guess mental health from a Christian worldview and a Christian perspective. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I don't think people are talking about that, that pendulum <laughs> swing. Like yeah. seriously. Um, because we're like, oh, answers. Yeah. We've got it. Like, there's answers. I want to become better. Mm-hmm. I want to like, uh, this view where, um, we're like, oh, I want to be almost perfect. It's kind of like this, that Instagram kind of idea. The idea, idealism. Like, yeah, it's idealism. Well, like, of showing everything, all the highlights. Yeah. Like, I want to be perfect. If I'm a Christian, like, I've got to have my life together. The, the um, devotion, like uh, I gotta post pictures of my devotional. I gotta, I gotta read. I gotta check off boxes, right? Sure, Tell and me. but like just in general, like this idea that we have to be as a Christian that we have to have everything together, and okay. that's that's not the case. Hmm. Um, and so we'll look for these answers, almost like quick answers. Hmm. I feel like that's kind of the self help, but it's not. It's oh, okay. You know I what I mean? That's interesting. Um, it's uh, we can like find these practical things that we can do, hmm. but that doesn't solve everything and then when it doesn't solve everything then what and it's like well i've tried all of this and it's That's not good. working um like i still have this anxiety i still have this depression and i've followed all these self-help books um mm. but there's still something um and i think that's what we get when we when we seek god like mm-hmm. we can actually find we can find peace mm-hmm. um i think that's i think that's what you said that's really good because those like the the I guess standard self help book that you would read, right? I don't I don't know any like, but the, I guess the standard one that you would read is you said surface level, right? Focus not on the deep seated I guess formation that our souls need, yeah, right. I think that's the difference. I think that's where we as Christians need to take this idea of yes, mental health, but not just mental health, but like spiritual health, right? Mm-hmm. And realize that our bodies are not. It's like we're not just physical beings. We're emotional beings. We're spiritual beings, right? Yeah. We're relational beings. And we need to take that and we need to go deeper, right? We need to understand, okay, so I'm I'm feeling this way, right? Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. It's asking like asking really good questions about yourself. So like what is going on in here? And sometimes, I mean, you know this, like we've talked about it. Like I like for me, I need help answering those questions because I oftentimes don't know the answer. So and and that, that that's why I go see a counselor. Yeah. And it has greatly, like, because you're right, there is this stigma of, like, ah, I don't want to tell people, right? I don't want to tell people because what would they think of me? Yeah. But I'll tell you, once I got past that idea of, like, I, I kind of just adopted this mentality of, so what? So what? Like, I'm, I'm going to go and, like, I see a, I see a Christian psychologist just because... Um, that is something I'm very passionate about, like the Christian worldview and how to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's so important. That's vital to, I think, me as a person. And that has helped me in, in my deficiency become a stronger person and step into the person who God made me to be, not yeah. just try to pick myself up on my own bootstraps and make myself better. Mm-hmm. Because there, there are also, there's, there's Christian help, self-help books too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 different. Those are because like, they kind of point you 
to God and like say, here's here's what God says. Yep. You know, maybe maybe not all of them do a great job of that, but like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like they're pointing you, but ultimately, I mean, the, the self help, the biggest self help book is, uh, I guess, not self help book. I don't know yep. if that's contradictory. Is the Bible like the Bible tells you, gives you direction mm-hmm. on how to go about life, how to follow Jesus, mm-hmm. and it how to navigate. Like it, mm-hmm. and it talks so much about anxiety in yep. the Bible. Um, which is a big one today. I don't know if I said that. Did I say that wrong? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you, okay. I, I, I was just thinking. That's why. Like, you're, you're absolutely right. But I think, I think it's almost not enough to say that the Bible is a good self-help book. Well, yeah, yeah. obviously, because it's the word of God. And yes, it's like God-breathed and inspired. Yeah. Yes. But it goes so it, – it, the Bible, when we read it, the goal is not for us to read the Bible. The goal is for let, to let the word of God read us, mm-hmm. right, and to, to seep deep into our souls so that we are transformed more into the image of Jesus, right? That's the goal, transformation. Not something that we can do better, not so that we can, I guess, because the, the idea of being our best selves in Christianity comes not by what we can do. It's by doing this deep spiritual formation, right? It's by sitting, in, sometimes sitting in silence. You know, that has something that I've adopted over the past couple of months, just sitting in silence before God. Mm-hmm. And that has, is something that has begun to take shape in my own life, right? Where I'm not coming with my own agenda. I'm not coming with how do I do this better? But I'm just coming to be in the presence of God, right? And it becomes not about me at that point, but it becomes about, okay, God, who have you made me to be? And how can I partner with you in your mission for all of creation. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's that, that paradigm shift, that focus, that, that shift. Like, that's something that's really helped me. And that's something I don't think I would have realized without going to counseling, without talking with the people that I love and I value most, without reading God's word. And that's ultimately where, where doing that gets us, right? It gets us into this place of formation, like us just sitting with Jesus and being formed by Jesus. And I think that's the goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. It's not. It's not about becoming just better. About right. Uh, that's not what I was meaning. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Um, I, I know that. I was just saying like that's that's no. Yeah. Based on what you said, that's where I was going. For with sure. It. Um. And I saw something today because peace is a big thing that we're all looking for. Peace. Okay. Um, yeah. And I sure. and I saw something today that says, uh, was it? I'm trying to remember right now on the spot. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it says the thought absquatulates you. Yeah. Well, yeah, it did. There you go. <laughs> It completely, it, guys. completely left. Yeah. But uh, we, when we have like Jesus, mm-hmm. um, you know, not all like when we have peace, like not all, not all of these problems are going to go away, hmm. um, but they won't have a hold on us. Hmm. And I thought that was that was big. So I guess explain that a little bit deeper. Like, what does that like? Okay, these problems don't have a hold on us. What does that mean? So like, um, like I mean, we all have yeah, problems of course, of day course. to day. Uh, and so by not having a hold, they like, I don't know. We have, we know that we have hope that's further. We can mm-hmm. keep seeking Jesus. Um, and that like, they're they, not going to like, they don't, us down. yeah, they don't govern our thoughts, yeah. right? Like they're not the ones governing our, governing our thoughts. Jesus is the one governing mm-hmm. our thoughts, right? I like that. Yeah, that's really good. And I think that's like in this talk about mental health and mental health awareness, I think we as the church need not push it away. We need to embrace it. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we need to continue to point people deeper, right? It's not just mental health that we need. 
spiritual health. It's it, physical health plays a big part in I guess your overall like well being. Yeah. Like so, it's not, and I guess that's a paradigm shift that I've been working on. Is like physical exercise, right? Because my physical health contributes not only to my like my, my the way I look, but it contributes to the way I think. Yeah. And the way I I can just sit and listen to God, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. There. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say. Um, well, first of all, yes, like working out mm-hmm. and like just being active, like it creates a big, big shift mm-hmm. in just like how, I don't know, how good you feel like yeah. just uh, going to day to day. But like I was also reading about uh, Elijah hmm. and about how he was like ready to take, he's really like, Lord, just take me like in his place <laughs> yeah. of like, I don't want to live anymore. Yeah. Um, and then God just fed him and gave him a good nap. That's one of my favorite stories. And in then the Bible. he's like, yeah. all right. Go on. Yeah. Like, he said, yeah, that's one of my favorite stories because, and I think for those of you who aren't familiar with the context of that passage, it's First Kings eight, First Kings 19. First Kings 19, Elijah comes off of this big kind of mountaintop experience and he is just, he's tired, he's hungry, he's getting like persecuted. So like that's checking all of the boxes of what like we go through, right? <laughs> um, and the thing is, God's approach to Elijah at that point wasn't, oh, come on, like, do better. Like, really? You struggle with that? It was, all right, let's take a step back. Let's go back to the basics. Yeah. <laughs> Get some food in your stomach. Sleep. Drink some water. It said, the Bible actually says the angels brought food to Elijah, right? Yeah. And then said, great, you ate, go back to sleep. And then God called him to another place. God, I think Elijah went, I don't know, it was like 100 miles or something crazy like that, from like one mountain in the wilderness to another. And that's where God met him. So mm-hmm. you're right. You're absolutely right. Like what we eat, contrary to popular belief, yeah. definitely impacts how we feel. That is definitely. something I need to work on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're like fresh out of college. So yeah. we're just, <laughs> it's McDonald's cheap, and right? T-Bell for now. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's so important is, like, this idea of mental health. We need to consider, I guess, our whole health. Like, what are we doing physically? And it's not the idea of working to, I guess, be better. It's the idea of working and doing things because, like, we can go even to the New Testament where Paul says, like, don't you know your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost? And that's not what he's talking about in the specific context. of He's not talking about, like, physical health, like exercising in that context. But he's talking – he lays down a principle, like our bodies are not our own, right? Like I didn't make this body, like God did. He's the author, and as the author, he is, he is, I guess, the governor of our body, right? Mm. And he knows that, and he lays out a way to like eat right, sleep right, um, I guess even think right, like think right and feel right. And oftentimes the work of spiritual formation is, I guess, picking and like getting gathering our thoughts gathering our feelings and saying okay jesus how do i think with you how do i think according to you how do i adopt your mind in this situation right mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's like that's the most important thing mm-hmm. in this in this discussion and and that's one thing that i'm uh been working on a lot mm-hmm. recently is because it's easy to go to google and be like all right so how do i solve this problem <laughs> um how do i solve overthinking mm-hmm. uh and then 
but that like you get a bajillion different answers. Someone yeah. somewhere, someone, someone's telling you that you may have cancer. You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. shoot, what's wrong? Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> but like uh, turning to God, like mm-hmm. put your thoughts on things that are holy, that are true, mm-hmm. and like it. It says that straight up in the Bible. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's also there's nothing wrong with going to a counselor too, and we all need to go to counselors. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> I know you were thinking it too. What our pastor says here at Bay Hope, he says everybody needs Jesus and a good counselor. Yeah, and that is so true. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, and I think so. Kind of to put a bow on this. <laughs> there you go. Um, I guess, like, yes, we as Christians need to be mindful of mental health, but I think the deeper question is, and what leads us deeper, and where God wants to lead each and every one of us, is not to just focus on, um, just just get so bogged down in our mind. Because our minds are the most powerful computers in existence, right? Like, there are, I mean, somebody, it was either, I don't know, like, definitely 100,000 thoughts swirl through our minds in a given day, if not 100,000. Tens of thousands of thoughts, right? And we need to know, we need to be healthy enough to say, like, hey, like, I can't do this on my own. That's why we need Jesus, because we can't do it on our own. But we also need the community, the body of Christ, to come in and help us along this way, right? We can't, like, and that gets into a whole nother topic that we'll probably save for another podcast episode. But the idea of individualistic Christianity doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. It's not... It's a personal experience of saying yes to Jesus and following Jesus personally with your whole life, but it's saying yes to this community of faith, right? It's saying yes to being in community with one another because that's how God created us. God created us to live together with him, right? And that's, I guess, like we as Christians need to take this idea of mental health and and say, Jesus, we need you and we need your people. So bring those people into our lives. And if that takes the shape of a, like a Christian psychologist or a psychologist in general, beautiful. Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I think, I mean, what you're saying is very important community. Um, and we've kind of, we've kind of already delved into that a little bit. Have we? But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's very important. I mean, you try to do it on your own and I mean, you just realize that you can't. Yeah. And I think all at, all of us at one point or another have tried to do it on our own and realized, shoot, yeah, we shoot, can't. we're screwed. Yeah, so we have to continually, I guess, center ourselves in Christ and say, how can Jesus, how can you transform my mind, my soul, my spirit, and my body, Yeah. right? And we don't do it. We don't work on ourselves. We don't work on our mental health so that we can look good to those around us so that we can look healthy no yeah absolutely not because it doesn't matter how we look it matters about who we are it matters about being and that's the most important thing mm-hmm. so god wants us to be healthy and i think that's the biggest takeaway if you haven't heard anything you've said if you just kind of put this on in the background hear hear this like god wants you to be healthy and be wholly healthy yeah right absolutely. and that's that's the big it's the big shebang that's <laughs> the, it were you that, trying to remember the word well you already cut you you already used yeah it. absolutely <laughs> I already used it. Yeah, that was that was minutes I don't know. ago. These words are too big. I can't remember <laughs> what they are. 
But that's all, folks. <laughs> that's the way to <laughs> end that's, that's it. <laughs> and the Looney Tunes circles. Yeah. Is, uh, we're going to get copyrighted. you got to be careful. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll bleep that part we'll out. We'll bleep it out, yes. But, hey, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We genuinely love you and want to hear your thoughts. And as we put in the comments, as we say all the time, we want to hear from you. So please reach out. Let us know how you kind of navigated this idea of mental health and I guess, mental health and Christianity and seeing how they go together. Uh, But until next time, until next episode, we'll see you soon. Hey, everybody. This is Austin from Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer, and we release episodes on Thursdays, and we would love to connect with you. You can watch either on YouTube or anywhere that you can download or listen to a podcast We are on there as well. And we would love to connect with you and figure things out with you. So join us on Thursdays for Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer.